Hey cycling fans, I just wanted to talk about recovery devices really quickly. Um, it's not something I've touched on at all in my YouTube channel. And there are many different recovery devices people have today. Uh, starting with the classic one, you can just go to a uh, massage parlor, get a quick basic deep tissue massage, uh, which rubs out your, your tough strained muscles and allows for quicker recovery because your muscles normally repair themselves after an exercise. When you loosen them up, it allows uh, the muscles to repair in a different manner than they would normally. Typically, uh, just equates to quicker recovery. The next one we have is a massage gun. Uh, relatively new, they've come in many different forms, but I say relatively new because the most modern iteration is way more effective than the, the, the kind you would have found in the 80s or 90s. Um, they're very pointed uh, guns with different tips that you can use on it and they'll pulsate at a different rate depending on how high or low you set it and some of them can even extend and retract for a deeper or less deep or shallow, I should say, uh, massage. Those I find to be pretty good, but the problem is um, nine times out of ten you're using it yourself and you can't reach places you normally would. A lot of us have strain in our back and um, it's kind of hard to reach the back muscles. Another thing too is I'm not going to be able to angle the massage gun on my own legs as good as I would on somebody else's leg. Um, so I think... The massage gun is nice and it's relaxing, but I don't find it to be as good of a recovery as your typical deep tissue massage by a uh, certified masseuse. So the last one I want to talk about is uh, TENS machines. And those were normal, or excuse me, those were originally used to help people with muscular atrophy and different muscular disorders. Um, train their muscles because how do you exercise if you can't even do a push-up or lift a weight or just about anything that requires resistance um, tens machines force your muscles to work expand and retract using electrical force well yes those work for um for training the muscle, but what it also does is very, very, very low impact, low resistance training on the muscle, which is phenomenal for recovery. Think of a recovery ride in cycling, and that's basically what I explained. Very easy, very uh, simple thing. So a TENS machine pumps that electrical charge through your muscles, and you can just sit, watch TV, drink some water, and uh, let your body just naturally recover uh, using those electrical charges. Now, the, the big downside to a TENS machine is it's unnatural. I, I might have accidentally said natural earlier, but no, it's, uh, it's an unnatural movement because humans don't normally have electricity pulsing through their body. Uh, a lot of people are kind of turned off by that idea. You know, you hear them say, oh, it's electricity going through your body. Well, most people don't want that. Um, 
And if you use it incorrectly, if you use it way too much, or you try to use it for uh, conditions, as I stated earlier, what a lot of these people come up with is your muscles will twitch even when you don't want them to. And uh, that's a symptom of just relying on the TENS machine a little too much. Uh, so all these tools can be abused. If you go to the mas uh, massage parlor too often, you're going to destroy your muscles. Because masseuses get into the muscles, they work around it. And uh, I actually messed up a muscle in my shoulder near my shoulder blade before because I went to the masseuse a little too often or I might have gone to one that wasn't uh, very well qualified and just destroyed that muscle for a very long time. Uh, massage guns, I think they're the least dangerous because the user is controlling it. You're not going to work your muscle harder than you should. Um, but that also makes it the least effective because you're not getting into the muscles uh, when it's uncomfortable. You're not working them as you normally would in a, uh, like a masseuse would. And then uh, I'll put the TENS machine somewhere in the middle. More effective than a massage gun, but less effective than going to the masseuse. Um, but they're all very different. There's convenience factor to both the TENS machine and the massage gun. You don't go all the way to a parlor. In fact, I can just finish my exercise and uh, roll out my muscles or use the TENS machine until I feel good again. And that's just not something you, <laughs> you can do at the massage parlor unless, you know, unless you have one in your home for some strange reason. Maybe you're some Saudi king or something, you know? Um, so, realistically, there, there's, a, there's a benefit and a con to just about all of the options. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna say realistically you should or shouldn't go for any of them. I think that they're all good options in their own way. Um, I had a Criterium series in Japan before. And there was a uh, massage parlor right near my hotel. I got really lucky. And um, these people are used to working with conditions. If you have this condition, that condition, they're used to uh, helping people um, recover from them. And I just stumbled across this place. Very, very good prices. I would uh, train in the mountains, go back down to town, take a bath, shower, whatever, and as quick as I could, hurry my butt over there while my muscles were still warm, and uh, got a phenomenal uh, deep tissue massage only on the muscles where I needed it, and uh, then I could just do whatever I had for the day. Uh, and that brings up a good point too. You want to recover while your muscles are still warm. Uh, you don't want to try recovering a cold muscle and that's a huge problem I have with a lot of massage parlors is they're warming up the muscle. A lot of these places start kind of easy and the reason they start easy is to warm, warm up the muscle, have it stretch out. Um, 
But the massage gun and the TENS machine, I can just use right away. I can finish my exercise, everything's still warm, and go do it. Um, and that's an issue people have with stretching. You hear people say, don't stretch on a cold muscle. That means don't stretch before you even begin any kind of exercise because it's a tight muscle and you're stretching out something that's not loosened up at all. Uh, and what, what the Marine Corps does lately, what the Marine Corps does lately is they'll do a quick, easy kind of uh, exercise thing before they begin. Or they'll do what's called a dynamic warm-up, which is basically a two-in-one. It's your stretching and your exercise together. Uh, one example is what they call Frankensteins. You put your arms straight forward in front of you and you kind of walk forward, but you walk in a manner where your left leg kicks way up and then you step and then your right leg kicks way up while you step and um, it, it helps your legs stretch out. Uh, there's another one, I believe it's called Cherry Pickers or Mario's, something like that, where you're doing this kind of weird high jump thing and uh, I believe that was a stretch for the calf. At any rate, um, it's just a series of exercises where you're stretching your muscles. And the Marine Corps believed so deeply in that, they invested it and in, uh, had all the units for a while, all the way from uh, infantry to, to non-infantry as well, uh, trying it out. And that's something they really believed in. Uh, the Marine Corps also believes in CrossFit. I'm not too much into it. Uh, I believe you can excel in one sport and not excel in another. CrossFit says basically let's try a little bit of everything. Let's do high weight, low weight, big reps, little reps, jumps. If you can do that, good on you. There's a, there's a different type of body, uh, different type of genetics for just about every sport. Uh, you look at Michael Phelps, and he had these kind of webbed toes, they said, that helped him swim, I guess. Um, Lance Armstrong, I'm going to say, still phenomenal cyclist. Even after he was banned, uh, he ended up going to do triathlons and won it, I think, two or three times. That guy, I don't know what's up with his genetics. He's just got uh, good on everything. Uh the uh, last Tour de France winner, Bernal, he was a phenom is actually is a phenomenal hill climber because you look at his physique, and his physique is just really built well for climbing. Uh, very lightweight, small top, and then just nice strong legs that are not too meaty or too heavy. Um, Anyway, I've really delved off topic right now, so I just wanted to talk about recovery devices and techniques and uh, things to look out for just all around recovery. And I think I talked about just about every one possible. Uh, stretching. If you believe in stretching, uh, stretch on a warm muscle, don't stretch on a cold muscle, and don't overstretch. You don't want to try making it into a workout which is very possible. You can make just about anything into a workout. Just hold your hands out in front of you and see how long you can hold them there. That's a workout. 
So, um, massage parlors are probably going to be a, a good option for a very, very long time. And there's a reason teams have a professional masseuse on them. Um, massage guns are pretty good, but they're not as effective and they never will be. Uh, TENS machines are a phenomenal device, but they can definitely be overused. Uh, and I believe that's about it. If you have any comments or questions, feel to, free to reach out to me on YouTube. I put into the description of the video now. We have Instagram, we got Twitch, Discord, we got a Facebook page, a Facebook group. Uh, I shared my Strava profile. I mean, we got just about everything in the description now. So if you head on over to YouTube, Shui Long Cycling channel, you'll see everything there. Um, podcast, I'm going to keep trying to put it out fairly regularly. And uh, hey, thanks for watching. Or thanks for listening. <laughs>